0: Well, hello and welcome back to The Journey Through Leviticus. Today is chapter 12. I'm going to ask you a question really quickly. Let's say that you were born in the city. You were born in whatever city you want to think of and you had all the modern conveniences of medical, you know, just whatever you needed and you had your first baby in the, the city and everything was great. Everything was wonderful. Well, at some point you had this idea you wanted to move out to the mountainous area of northern Canada. You know, there's just, there's not a lot there. It's pretty remote. There's not a lot of modern conveniences, but that's where you decide to move. And now you get pregnant again. What are you going to do? Everything is different. You you don't have a city anymore. Now you've got nothing. You're, You're out in the middle of nowhere, living off the land. What exactly? How do you even begin to figure out what to do? Well, that is not completely dissimilar to where the nation of Israel finds itself. You know, when they first started out on this journey that began in the Book of Exodus, they were living in slave cities in Egypt. Well, now. They don't live in Canada. They live in a desert. But the same situation is they don't have any, anything that would have been considered a modern convenience at the time. They're really having to learn all over again. And that's one of the things I love about the book of Leviticus is God is teaching them how to live in a completely different environment and how to gain their dignity and their pride and taking care of themselves. And today is one of those such chapters. It's what do you do if you're going to have a baby out in the desert? What does that even look like? And so we're going to see what that is. Very, very practical information. But then also, the very end of this, tucked away, is something we can learn about the life of Jesus. And so we're going to read this. It's eight verses. And then I want to tell you about this kind of little little surprise tidbit of the life of Jesus and give you the overall principle. So here we go, reading out of the New Living Translation, if you want to read along with me. Chapter 12, verse 1. It says this, The Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. If a woman becomes pregnant and gives birth to a son... She will be ceremonially unclean for seven days, just as she is unclean during her menstrual period. On the eighth day, the boy's foreskin must be circumcised. After waiting 33 days, she will be purified from the bleeding of childbirth. During this time of purification, she must not touch anything that is set apart as holy. She must not enter the sanctuary until her time of purification is over. If a woman gives birth to a daughter, she will be ceremonially unclean for two weeks just as she is unclean during her menstrual period. After waiting 66 days, she will be purified from the bleeding of her childbirth. Verse 6, When the time of purification is completed, either a son or a daughter, the woman must bring a one-year-old lamb for a burnt offering and a young pigeon or turtle dove for a purification offering. She must bring her offerings to the priest at the entrance of the tabernacle. Verse 7, The priest will then present them to the Lord to purify her. She will be ceremonially clean again after her bleeding at childbirth. These are the instructions for a woman after the birth of a son or a daughter. Now listen to this verse 8. If a woman cannot afford to bring a lamb, she must bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons. One will be for the burnt offering and the other for the purification offering. The priest will sacrifice them to purify her and she will be ceremonially clean. Now why in the world would we care about what someone who can't afford to bring a lamb will bring to go through the process of purification. Well, if you look in the New Testament, when Jesus was eight days old, they came and they dedicated him to the Lord, as you always would for the firstborn son. And then look at what they brought. They didn't bring a lamb, which, of course, we could talk about the fact that he is the Lamb of God. But they didn't bring a lamb. They brought two birds, which would mean that Mary and Joseph were not affluent people. They were very poor, or not maybe not very poor, but they were not affluent. They couldn't afford a lamb, so instead they had to do what they had to do. And so, if you ever wondered what kind of life did Jesus have as a kid, what kind of lifestyle he grew up in, that would be very common. He didn't grow up in a wealthy family. He would have grown up in a family that couldn't afford some things that other people did. So they just had to make do the best they could. And so, to me, the overall principle of this is: is God cares about the details. He cares about people who have, and the ones who don't have. He cares about where you are and the season you're in. And he wants to always give you instructions to how you can make the best of your life wherever you are. So my encouragement to you would be that then, same as now, we all have different journeys. We all have different seasons and we all have different ways of getting through life. But the great news is, is that God has something to say to all of us and to all of us, he wants to help us to make it through and to make it through with joy and know that he has taken care of us all along the way. I'm curious what you got out of this. Why not you let me know in the comments below or maybe contact me in some kind of way. But I wanted to see as we continue to move through this, what is God saying to you? As we continue, we're almost at the halfway point of the book of Leviticus. I can't believe it. We're doing it together, all right? It's going to be great. I'll see you next time.